Hello and welcome back to the Love More Live Bless podcast. I'm your host, Crystal, and this is a podcast for moms who need a little more positivity in their day. You can listen in for a new episode every Monday on parenting, lifestyle hacks, and how to include positivity into your life. My hope is that you'll find the kind of encouragement that you need. Happy Monday. This is Crystal, your host from Love More, Live Blessed. And today's episode is um, about self-care, but it's a little different. So I wanted to talk about like fall self-care ideas. I know we're getting into back to school. It's August. Um, Fall is coming up fast. I mean, I guess not really because here in Texas, it feels like it's summer until like October. But (laughs) for a lot of you that are not in the South, fall is coming up fast. So I wanted to have like fun, cozy ideas for you. And instead I went a whole different way. I wanted to talk about boundaries. I wanted to talk about um, hushing that mean girl voice. And I wanted to talk about goal setting. And all of this, I promise you, leads back into self-care because um, even though self-care is the fun parts of, you know, the fun baths and the soaps and the Um, books or getaways or walking in nature and all that fun stuff I love reading. Uh, Self-care is also about um, taking care of yourself like mentally, spiritually, and making sure that you have a nice, clear, clean head and good thoughts. So let's get into the self-care ideas as we go into fall. All right, self-care idea number one, as we go into fall, we're coming out of a, we're not even out of, we're actually still inside of a pandemic. This is August 2nd of 2021, and it looks like uh, things are picking up with the coronavirus, and there's just a lot of uncertainty out there. So we're not coming out of a pandemic, we're actually still inside one. Right. And so I think we need healthy boundaries um, more than ever right now. Some of us are, you know, having to go back into work, into the workplace setting instead of working from home um, and also dealing with a lot of family issues when it comes to healthy boundaries. So to create healthy boundaries, you need to recognize that you actually need to set a boundary or put that boundary in place. So how do you recognize the need? It's kind of easy. You have to think back to the last time you felt like someone was taking advantage of you or the last time that you did something, even though you didn't want to do it. Maybe you babysat, attended an event, worked overtime or gave out money and you didn't want to. Now, do you remember how you were feeling? Maybe you were annoyed, mad, sad or angry. Um, I, or you felt taken advantage of, and I totally know those feelings and I don't like them one bit either, but that is the first step is recognizing when we need to set a boundary. So please take a moment, even if you have to pause me and think back to the last time you felt like someone was taking advantage of you, or you did something that you didn't want to do because you felt like you had to, or you felt pressured into doing it. All right, I will wait. (laughs) Pause me. All right, so now that we've recognized the need to set a boundary, what's next? Putting the boundary in place. And this is important. And you might want to write down your boundary. You can do it um, in the note section on your phone, in your planner, or your journal. 
the boundary statement is for you and it's it's just for you to remember what you're not going to be accepting anymore. So I've, I have some examples of boundary statements and they might might look like I will not work overtime when I know I have a busy week. I will stop babysitting my friend's kids. We will have a discussion about reciprocating babysitting and set up a detailed plan. Or I will stop being a sounding board for friends, coworkers, family, or neighbors who only want to complain or gossip. So then you want to take a minute right now and set up your boundary statement based on what you identified, uh, the, you know, where you needed a boundary in step one. And then step two, write down your boundary statement. And you want to, um, the second part of step two is that you have to communicate these boundaries in a peaceful and respectful manner. Um, you don't want to communicate your boundaries when you're in a bad mood, when you're stressed or you're angry or you're annoyed. And you probably are going to get tested and you're, you are going to feel stress because most of the time when a boundary needs to be sent, set it's because someone has already you know that line in the sand has been drawn and somebody's already stepped over it and like trampled all over your area and you feel you know mad sad or taken advantage of um so it might not be an easy thing to communicate your boundary but you definitely need to learn how to do it in a peaceful and respectful manner. If you're dealing with people like your family members who, you know, we're with them our whole entire lives, right? So we need to make sure um, that we can stay in a good place because if you let your boundaries come out and you're screaming or yelling them, trust me, been there, done that, it's not going to feel good to you. And then you're going to go back and you're going to feel guilty for having a boundary and for the way you came across because, you know, because of the yelling or the screaming or whatever, or you might not be the complete opposite of me and that might make you feel better. Do you, you do you, but here's some, here's some ways that you um, can set boundaries. Uh, you can say things like, for example, with working extra, I can't work extra hours this week. I'll let you know if I can work our extra hours next week. Um, or you can say, it's really important to me that we reciprocate babysitting for each other. Are we on the same page with that? You know, maybe if it's a friend that you're babysitting for all the time, but she never has time to help you out definitely something that you can say. And that's in a very nice way. Um, or if you're dealing with somebody that's the gossiping or the negativity all the time, you can say, I'd rather not talk about blank right now. Um, let's talk about and then insert something you know that this person likes instead just to get the conversation moving in a different way. Okay, so step number three is don't justify or feel like you have to apologize for any boundaries that you set. There is absolutely no need for the apology. You are taking control of your life, your mental health, and you might notice that the statements above that I just, above, the statements I just stated, like I can't work extra hours this week, I'll let you know, or it's really important to me that we reciprocate. Are you on the same page with that? They don't have any apologies in them. There's just no need for an, an I'm sorry anywhere in your boundary. You don't have to be sorry for not wanting to babysit. You don't have to be sorry for not wanting to work extra. And you don't have to be sorry um, for not wanting to be a sounding board of negativity for someone that's just spewing negativity or gossip all the time. You aren't responsible for making anyone happy. You are not responsible for fixing the problems of your family and friends. 
And then part four and last but not least is stand firm when your boundary is tested. Don't give in. Don't agree to anything you don't want. And you can try saying things like, that doesn't work for me. I can't talk right now. I don't see that happening anytime soon with my schedule. Or I understand that you need help, but I am not able to help you this time. And that is all okay. Setting boundaries is super important for your mental health. And it's definitely a big part of self-care, I believe. And it's been a big part of how I um, carved out the time to do my fun self-care. When I like to go um, to you know, the spa or I like to go um, out for a walk or out to get coffee or out to do something, I had to free up that time because most of my time was spent trying to please so many other people that I put myself on the back burner. And I definitely um, suffered greatly for doing that with my body, with chronic pain, with uh, weight gain, with... Um, I mean, just depression, being unhappy, tons of things, because I did not have any boundaries in place. And if you're just starting, I'm just going to give you some encouragement. Please, please just keep trying. I feel like it took about a year for me to, to for me, with, with my people-pleasing self, um, non-confrontational self for the most part, to finally, it took about a year for me to finally start feeling like I was safe to create my boundaries and enforce my boundaries. Um, and it was, you know, it was working with my family. So you, I mean, during that time that you're starting to put these boundaries, you might realize that it's, it's a time to take a break from people in your life or maybe cut out some people in your life and it's normal. So you don't have to feel bad. Um, and then with that part, I just want you to remember with boundaries, nothing is going to change in your life unless you start the change and you remain consistent. So please start thinking about the things that you hate doing, that you don't like doing, that you keep doing to people, please, and start setting those boundaries right now, today, if possible. Start writing it out. What is your statement going to be? Um, how are you going to stand firm in it? And if you need any help, please send me a message. I'm on Instagram. My handle is at lovemore underscore live bless. And I'll put a link in the show notes. Um, but we are going to move on to number two, which is be your own best friend by hushing the mean girl voice right after this quick break. So this is a nice, quick, and easy self-care tip, and it's be your own best friend by hushing that mean girl voice, and I know you know what I mean. If if you're ever um, telling yourself doubts or you want to do something new, but then your brain is like, you can't do this, you're not smart enough, you're not good enough, all of those, I call it the mean girl voice, and... Um, all of those thoughts are things that you would probably never, ever say to your best friend. If your best friend said, I want to go back to school, or if your child, you know, uh, said something about a goal, you would never let the voices in your head that tell you you can't do things, you would never speak that to your best friend or your child, right? You would encourage them and you would say, you can do this. Um, I support you. You got to keep trying. It's okay if you if you fail. You got to keep going. All these 
you know, encouraging things. But instead, when we want to do something new, um, our brain is just like, you can't do it. You shouldn't do this. It's you're going to look stupid. You're going to look ugly. Um, you're going to fail. You're never going to understand this. I mean, that's some of the things that my brain has said to me, especially when I went back to school after being out for 10 years. When I started that math class, my brain, I cried and my brain just told me like, you should just quit now because you're never going to get this and you're not going to pass and you're not going to be able to get in the program you want to get into. And I just felt so scared and um, defeated. It was the word. Um, and then I just started doing some self-coaching on myself and realizing that, you know, that was the mean girl voice in my head. And if my friend or one of my children uh, were going through the same thing that I was feeling in that moment, I would never say any of those mean things to them. So why should I listen to it for myself? Uh, so make sure that you're hushing that mean girl voice. Recognize that those thoughts are just thoughts. They're not real. And that you can, um, you know, turn your thought frame around. You can use mantras, affirmations, or just sit and tell yourself like, okay, I'm not going to think that, you know, tell your brain. I don't know why you're thinking that. That's really rude. I wouldn't say that to my best friend. And um, just try to be your own best friend and make sure that you hush that mean girl. And then self-care tip number three. I felt like self-care tip number one was really long, guys, with the boundaries, but I really like um, talking about boundaries and setting boundaries. Anyway, moving on. Self-care tip number three is set goals and steps to reach them. Um, I definitely want to challenge you to have monthly goals and also have yearly goals. So probably the best way is to figure out what you want um, to do you know, within the year and then set your goals up every month so that you reach that goal in your, in your one-year span. But we're in August. We're heading into um, almost the last, I think we're in the second July, August, September. Yeah, we're still in the third quarter of the year. Definitely a lot of time still to reach goals. And all you have to do is take a sticky note and write down what do you want to accomplish in this one month. And then after that, put four steps. One thing that you can work on each week to work towards that goal that you want to accomplish. That's all you have to do. And I promise you all of these um, tips, the setting boundaries, the hushing that mean girl voice and being your own best friend and setting goals for yourself, setting a one monthly goal plus four, you know, steps on how to reach it that you can complete each week. That is going to be so powerful in your self-care um, life, in your self-care tool. tool ugh, I don't even know what I'm saying right now. <laughs> In in your life, super powerful tools in your self-care toolbox or toolkit that you can use to really change your life, um, to feel better mentally and physically and spiritually. And I would love to hear what your goals are um, and how you're hushing that mean girl and what kind of boundaries you're setting. Again, I have done all of this. I have been there. I have been in that hard place with the boundary setting. I, I understand. And I would love to hear from you. If you want to email me, you can email me. My email is crystal, C-R-Y-S-T-A-L, at lovemorelivebless.com. And I'll be back next week. You've reached the end of another episode of the Love More, Live Bless podcast. Be sure to visit lovemorelivebless.com for free resources and get on the email list. And I'll see you at the next episode.